Greetings and welcome to the Franz Barden Podcast. I'm your host, Clint Sabom. And on this episode, I'm going to be talking about what is probably one of the hardest skills to learn and even develop and even do it all the first time, which is levitation. And so we're going to be going through the different ways that Barden says that one can levitate. But before I get into that, I want to let everybody know that I am an executive spiritual coach for Franz Barden practitioners, and I offer coaching over Zoom to help people through the 10 steps of initiation into hermetics. And if you're interested, you can email me at thegraveyardcowboy at gmail.com. And also, I want to let you all know I have an online class on the Sedona method, which I used as a complement to work in initiation into hermetics. And it was a real good counterpiece that was very, very helpful to me. And it's on emotional release, basically, but it's some audio files that are meant to be listened to again and again, and it's relatively inexpensive, certainly not as expensive as the official Sedona Method class uh, on their website. So anyways, hope you check that out, and you can always email me at thegraveyardcowboy at gmail.com. So the different ways to levitate, um, the first way is with the air element and the elemental charging really gets going in step four of initiation into hermetics. And of course, one continues it the whole time through all 10 steps. And one can charge so much with the air element that one basically can become like white as a balloon and float upward. So you get so charged with the air element that your body just basically becomes pure air and it starts in the astral soul body but spills over into the physical body and lifts your body from the ground. And with that way, I have personally not been able to levitate, mainly because I have fear of actually doing it. Um, And that's because I'm afraid I, I would not be able to control it at first. And I might rise up and then fall back down and turn an ankle or something. And I know this is kind of a silly fear for an advanced practitioner to mention, but I am certainly about authenticity. So with that way, I have always, I, you know, I've, all, I've always been pretty strong with the air element, and I was from the start when I began the elemental charging with the Barden exercises. But certainly to charge with the air element until one gets as light as a balloon is definitely a skill that needs some time. And you may come off of the ground uh, faster than you anticipate, and you may not come off at all. But if this is the way you feel most comfortable with, if in going through steps four, five, and six, 
with the astral level charging of the elements, you are able to charge with the air element so much that you really do begin to feel lighter. And I have done that where, you know, I feel this certain kind of buoyancy, kind of like I'm walking on air, but I'm really walking on the ground, but it's this kind of buoyant, you know, uplifting um, kind of energy where it just is like, wow, I'm just kind of floating here as I take my steps. I felt that a lot, and I felt that too with being so charged up with the Akasha. And there's certainly many reports of mystics that were not in the magical path of Barden or something similar, but were in traditional religions like like Islam and the Sufis or Christianity and the Christian mystics. Uh, the Christian mystic Teresa of Avila was known to levitate when she was doing her chants in the daily liturgy and the daily prayers of basically the chants of... Um, well, whatever her monastery did at the time. And so, St. Teresa of Avila was, of course, really ashamed of it, or perhaps she acted ashamed because she didn't want the Inquisition after her, and the Inquisition, the Spanish Inquisition, was around during that time. But uh, reportedly, it was not something she controlled or tried to do. She just got so full of God and light and the love of God that she rose up off of the ground. And, uh, you know, while she was kind of side by side with other nuns. And so very, very interesting stuff. And there's tons of reports of mystics doing this different ways. Of course, I have no doubt that there's many Buddhist and Taoist living in the Himalayas, living in that region, who can levitate. It's certainly not something <laughs> they're making a podcast about, probably. They're, they're, they probably live as a hermit and um, don't really necessarily touch this stuff, but it's certainly something in the Eastern religious traditions that has been documented many, many, many times. And so there is also the documentation in the Bon religion of Tibet, where some at the point of death have turned into the rainbow body, meaning they just leave colors behind. They don't even leave a corpse behind. And you could almost call that a kind of physical resurrection. And perhaps that's what happened with Christ in the tomb. His body was no longer there. And um, I don't believe the verse says anything about bright colors, but the concept is the same, turning into the rainbow body and basically um, dissolving on into the next uh, stage. So um that's that's some of my thoughts on that now the way i have been able to do once is i have been able to 
uh, levitate once doing the other way that Barden suggests, which is very interesting. It's basically downloading the magnetic fluid, you know, because the magnetic fluid is associated with the water element with a negative charge and it kind of comes up, comes down, I mean, from top to bottom rather than up from bottom to top, like the fire element. And basically, once you have some experience getting the electromagnetic fluid flowing, you can end up um, downloading. And when I say downloading, that's just the way I kind of think about it, because it really is like, you know, you're drawing it down um, from above you down to the base of your feet and you're getting very very heavy because the magnetism is pulling on you very hard and the idea and the concept here is um, two similar charges repel each other so the magnetic pull of your weight onto earth that keeps you on the ground normally is canceled out by the strong magnetic charge in you filling yourself with a magnetic charge just as strong as your physical weight so it cancels each other out in the way i like about this mess method and there's multiple things i like about this method but one is you levitate very slowly because, you know, if, for example, I'm 175 pounds, if I, you know, get the magnetic charge up to 175, if I go above it, I'm probably only going to go to 176 or 177. So I just come off the ground a little. I don't jolt up necessarily you know it's incremental so uh, over time I'd imagine that this will increase so the levitation uh, distance is a little bit more I'm certainly not in a hurry to master this uh, capacity I think it could open me up to some um, well, well, it, it wouldn't be a good thing to share. So let me just leave it at that. If I get well developed in this capacity, I'm certainly not going to be talking about it on this podcast or on my YouTube videos. So because uh, I'm, I'm not necessarily sure it's a good thing to put out there too much because of the silence as one of the pillars of Solomon's temple that Barden mentions. But this is a good exercise, even if you're unable to levitate, simply downloading a lot of magnetic fluid in you can really, really kind of congeal and balance the body and balance the elements and give you a sense of grounding deep into the roots of your feet and going down from there perhaps all the way to the center of the earth if you can visualize and manifest that so going through this exercise can be 
good in other ways because it can kind of bring all the elements naturally into balance and it can really ground you in case you're feeling um, a bit scattered or a bit um, maybe disorganized in your being and um, cut off in any way or getting stuck in your head. This can really kind of pull everything together. So it's just a matter of imagining till the imagination and the visualization becomes manifestation because visualization in Barden is not something you just do as a pretend exercise. It's actually really making something true in getting in touch enough with the magnetic fluid that you are able to bring this down through the top of your head all the way down through your neck and through your chest and through your abdomen and into your legs and down to the base of your feet. And really, once you can kind of tap into it, it gets going on itself and the magnetism starts flowing downwards and dropping downwards, almost like this anchor. And my color sense of it is like this kind of black silver-ish color, you know, kind of like a magnet itself, you know, um, not a battery, but like a magnet magnet. And it's the negative charge and coming down and it's very much connected to water and um, passivity and is usually more prevalent on the left side. But in this exercise, we're going to be getting it on all sides. So, you know, just kind of give that a go and download the magnetic fluid with the intention to download it so much that you're going to you know, repel your own body weight and repel off the earth and come up and levitate and just practice. And even if you don't levitate, you can at least um, get the other benefits of this exercise. And obviously, this is a step 10 exercise. So this is towards the end of initiation into hermetics. Um, no offense, I would assume most people listening to this podcast are probably not at step 10 developing the higher abilities, although I could be wrong. But um, yeah, you need to do all the previous exercises before you get to this point. And you definitely need to be able to charge with the elements enough tune into the Akasha enough and get the electromagnetic fluid flowing good enough well before you come across trying this exercise. So a pretty short episode, but I hope that helps and gives you a little foretaste of some of the higher abilities. And perhaps it's a good exercise for you to work on now. Perhaps you're at the point where you can work on it. So many blessings to all of you and be in touch with me if you need me. And all the information I said 
is in the show notes below this episode. So, goodbye for now.